Welcome to Daniel's Thoughts. This this episode is simply titled People Need to Have More Sex. Sadly, sadly Wilson was able to join us this week with that too. I don't know what this episode's gonna happen, but it will happen so tune in for that. But I just felt like I needed to do this episode. I like many of you, I was obsessed with sex from a very early age, from when I saw Austin powered on the big free, sleep with a lot of women. For those of you that don't know, Austin Powers was a 90 spoof of the James Bond movie in all excavates. But the reason, the reason I did this episode today is what happened to Jerry Falwell. For those of you that don't know, Jerry Falwell Jr. got busted for a single candle he did years ago. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go to the candle. Cause I believe that everybody makes mistakes and he's living a hard enough time. But that got me thinking. Christians, in my opinion, don't know how to have a good relationship with sex. Ever, ever since Jesus said, if you even look at a woman with lots of your heart, Christians from all over the world uh, have, have trouble, have trouble with that phrase. For those they, for those of you that don't know, I have a Christian. I believe, I believe in, I believe in Jesus. And, and I, I accepted him at the age of 12. And maybe some of you don't know that I was gonna, Go and congregate the youth ministry, but decided I didn't want to do it. But sex is all, sex has always been an interesting topic for me because I consider myself a very sexual person, even though I had never had sex in my life. And the Jerry Falwell thing really touched me because it's like um I feel like seven several high high pro high profile Christian leaders have got in trouble with sexual candles uh and I just I just want to put this into the rest um, I think, uh, like many of you, I grew up, I grew up in a Christian home, uh, and, you know, my parents were very, very open about sex, and very honest with me, and they wanted me to wait before marriage, and I remember going in church and, you know, hearing 
hear the thing that Jesus said, um, whoever has adultery in their heart and looks at a woman with lust, no, whoever looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery. And growing up, I had, I had friends and family that believed that. I remember it was very popular back in the day to, uh, to have this book called Every Young Man Battle. And in Every Young Man Battle, the author talked about avoiding lust and avoided looking at woman in a lustful way. But ever since then, I, I realized that Christians have had a hard time dealing with it. For example, one of my friends commented to me, I, I really, I really want to watch what my girlfriend wears in the bowl because I don't want to lust in her. And I always thought that was kind of odd because I was like, I believe women, I believe women should, um, I believe women should be able to wear what they want to wear without men telling what they can and cannot wear. And I believe we should have more control over that. But I can understand where he's coming from, growing up, growing up the way that he did. And let's, let's rewind the clock a little bit. Um, it, it, it was, it was always the church's intention to say, sex is, sex is for reproduction. It's not for pleasure. But then, in the 60s, with the, with the sexual revolution on the rise, people were starting to, uh, see sex, see sex in a new way. You had the, you had the famous, you had the famous kidney, kidney study what's actually study many women uh many uh many women's orgasms for the first time it talked about it in a very open way famously who after read the kid read the candy study and then, uh, and then, and then he created Playboy, and you know, you all know what Playboy is. But at the same time, again, with the kids he study, it created uh, a level of sexual perversion that was never seen before. So it's like, it's almost like. When human beings see sex, they can't help it but to turn it into a perverse thing. All of a sudden, in the kidney study, um, 
you had an African Zero, but fathers, fathers should, uh, uh, fathers should, uh, stimulate sex acts on their daughters. And then that created a lot of pedophilia. So it's almost like when, when sex is introduced in the improper way, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of problems that can come with that. And I just realized, but, um, if you guys have, if you guys have young children, some of the stuff I'm talking about, it's probably not appropriate for them. So make sure they're out of the room. With that being said, I'm gonna go back to what I, I was gonna say. So, you know, like I said, with sex introduced, and sex is free to people, um, free to people. Sometimes they can bring good things, and sometimes they can bring bad things. But it seems to be that human beings have always had a complicated and parental relationship against sex. So here's what here's what I think is the right way to have sex. Granted, this is just my opinion, so you don't have to believe it. I, I believe, I believe, uh, sex, sex is something you should always do with love, and you should always know the person, um, you want to have sex with, and it's a, it's a very private thing between the two of you. I don't think, I don't think you should go around ha having sex with a bunch of people that you don't know because um, that doesn't satisfy any of you and from what I told it becomes a very empty experience but what I what I don't want to see is what some people um, turn into in the church I think I think the church in a way puts sex in like this unattainable idol or this this dirty thing that nobody should have and that's that's where a lot of cognitive um dissonance get come from i remember um being at my christian college and i took a i i, I took a lot i took a lot of I took a healthy sexuality class, and in that healthy sexuality class, we uh we did, we wanted to know what Christian thought about sex. And a lot of the readers that I was reading said that it was a gift from God, and I remember at the time thinking that was a very mind blowing thought because. Sex, 
take the images for God. Because um, in Genesis, he says, go forth, go forth and multiply. So it is a good gift that God gives us all, but it's like, with that gift, um, just like with a lot of things, we can use it, we can use it to our, to a bad way, or we can, we can use it, not necessarily the best way we can, so I really, I really think we need to take this gift and use it responsibly. Also, I think when your kids ask you questions, um, talk to them, talk to, talk to them openly about sex and don't shy away from the hard topics. Obviously, obviously you want to talk to them in an inappropriate way, but it's like, I think honesty is the best policy. And if they really questioned your life, if they really questioned your faith, they ask, answer, then, you know, say you're going to come do it at a later day. I, I've never been a fan, but I imagine if they can't ask the question, it's probably the best way to, uh, to, uh, be open and honest with them. And uh, lastly, lastly, before I end today's episode, um, I'll tell you about a speaker that came into one of my classes. So I was in a I was in a youth ministry class in a in a preacher. I'm sorry, uh, a professor talked about sexual immorality and he talked about how Paul talked about, you know, do not commit sexual immorality and all that stuff in the preacher's, sorry, the professor said, you know, when Paul was talking about that, he, uh, he was talking about people going up to the temple, to the temple prostitute. So in a way, in a way, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't that people were having sex. It was that people were worshiping uh, a false god. So the idea of idolatry was attached to it. And that's, that's all I gotta say. It was, it was a short episode, but I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts. And I enjoyed it. Pixel was in the next time. I know the video was kind of me talking about random thoughts. But I hope you took a nugget from it. Thank you so much.